Welcome to Sold Out Sports Talk with your host, former pro football quarterback and president of the Sold Out Youth Foundation, Roman Gabriel III. Join us for up-close conversations with high-impact people dedicated to faith and family from the world of sports and entertainment. Remember, Sold Out relies on you, the listener, and your support in order to deliver this program. You can donate to the Sold Out Youth Foundation at soldouttv.com. Follow Roman on his Twitter and Facebook fan pages at Roman Gabriel III. Check out the Sold Out program at soldouttv.com along with its mission to impact America's youth by challenging students to be alcohol and drug abstinent and teaching valuable life skills and biblical principles of success. Today, Roman's guests on Sold Out Sports Talk are world champion surfer C.J. Hobgood with part two of his interview. And next to be, you know, surfing, which essentially I've given that up at this point to be with my family. And um, I'm sort of entering in an area where uh, you look at things and, and the more you give it up, the more you sort of start to realize that God gives them back to you tenfold, you know. Um, so, yeah, that's where I'm at. I chase, I chase my family and my faith through. And, and um, so now I'm in an area where uh, I see... God given surfing back to me tenfold because I'm enjoying it in a completely different way than I ever have. And Pro Football Hall of Famer Bruce Matthews. Probably the best lesson I've learned from football, which transcends the life, is you, you face those guys that kick your rear end and you gotta decide how you're gonna respond to it. And either you continue doing the same stuff and continue to get beat. Or just like in life, when the Lord brings those trials and temptations into our life, are we going to grow? Are we going to improve in those areas that God's trying to improve us? Now, here's the host of Sold Out Sports Talk, Roman Gabriel III. Welcome to Sold Out Sports Talk on American Family Radio for another round of Faith Family Sports. He was the WSL Surfing World Champion in 2007, 16 years on the professional tour C.J. Hopgood's with us. C.J., how are you? I'm doing good, man. What does it mean to C.J. Hopgood? Faith, family, and surfing. Faith, family, and surfing. Um, it's well, that's, that's when you run down the checklist or when you prioritize things. You know, I mean, there has to be an order, and there has to be. A, a sort of checklist of how how you check in so you don't get lost um, because the world's going to take you out. I mean, absolutely. So for me, it's like, yep, faith, got to check in with God. What you got for me today? And then what's available, you know? And then how do I get to that area where I feel loved? You know, sometimes that's, that's working out, getting into the Word, checking out a podcast, whatever that is where I can feel and, and, and communicate with God where I can have faith that he's, that he's going to answer my questions and, and work these things out. And then, and then that allows you to show up to your family, um, on, on how you need to show up. And then next would be, you know, surfing, which essentially I've given that up at this point to be with my family. And, um, I'm sort of entering in an area where, uh, you look at things and, and the more you give it up, the more you sort of start to realize that God gives them back to you tenfold, you know? Wow. Um, so, yeah, that's where I'm at. I chased, I chased my family and my faith grew, and, and um, so now I'm in an area where uh, I see 
God-given surfing back to me tenfold because I'm enjoying it in a completely different way than, than I ever have. And uh, that's how that lines up for me, Roman. So if you could, if you could go back um, in terms of, you know, like golf, like a, like a, a mulligan, CJ, in terms of um, your career and how maybe you could have been better balanced, what, what, do you, what do you look at when you look back in terms of the person you were then? areas I mean obviously you have to be really selfish to be a champion and to to want to be the best um, how difficult is it to, to have a balanced life on a tour like that where you're traveling across the world where you're not going to see your family as much as you'd like to and where you're in a grind like that uh, how, how difficult is it to to balance your life well I mean it is just from the fact that it's I mean it's almost a set up but uh, you know looking back on it it's like oh my gosh it's so classic it's just set up you know like here's a bunch of money and i'm going to surround you with people that, t- that everyone's going to tell you you're killing it you know and then you're gonna have a bunch of people with hands in your pocket and it's just like wait doesn't that seem like a setup for disaster <laughs> um <laughs> and I, when I you're 19 or laugh. 20 years old right yeah, and you're like, yeah, I got this accountant guy, and yeah, my parents are over here, and, yeah, and I'm just like, I just want to have fun, and, you know, it's just like you're, you're a cowboy in the stage of life, and it's just like, but I mean, the world's set up in a way, and it's designed in a way where you have to trust people. There's just a point in your life where you, you got to, you know, trust your parents, trust your, it, it, it's, it's a broken world. Like, it will probably end up poorly, you know? back to the creator so i mean for me to sit here and yes i've made made mistakes you know i've, I've, I've um i've been divorced uh, i'm remarried um so i've done plenty of things wrong um and uh it, it's 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 i mean for me it's just it was i enjoy uh you know the, the sum of my career is um is, is a bunch of of failures, a bunch of, um, a bunch of areas where I had to grow, where I just was like, yep, you blew it there. Yep. That's not working out. Yep. Uh, and it was just to save me for myself really. So I'm so thankful that it was designed that way because, you know, you're able to come to father through, through love and, and instead of, a um, you know, a fearful and a, um, so it's, it's just, I'm just thankful that it's designed that way, man. And being able to look through it with that lens, it's like, I mean, honestly, I, I look at the mulligan and I'm just like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm, that's not in the Bible. CJ Hopkins with us, professional <laughs> world champion. And, uh, and there's still a lot of areas, man. You know, exposing these areas, he's able to give me the tools, um, and, and, and bring me through each day and father me in a way where, then I feel love, you know, and then I'm going, okay, God, I do feel love for me by how you're, how you're showing up and how the things you're doing in my life. And then where it really becomes sort of uh, revolutionary for me was then I'm able to operate from an area of that I am love. So when I, when I show up to my wife and I speak to my wife, I'm not trying to I'm not trying to say or do or operate from an area where I need something from her. I'm actually, because I'm loved, and I'm sitting there going, look, I'm loved, man. I'm, I'm unable to speak in her situation whether there's something she likes or doesn't like. However she reacts to it, I'm already loved. 
you know, and over time, what that produces, just in, in, in not only in me and my wife's life, where she she actually sees there's there's a man there, there's a man that's, and I'm attracted to that man because he's he's um you know he's going to God and he's able to through God able to handle his um his kingdom, you know, which which is kids, and then she and in return she's able to offer things to me. Hey, look, this, you know, if you look at it this way or whatever, and, and because I'm loved, I'm not going, I'm not feeling I'm being disrespected or any of these things. So it's just a relationship with my wife was just, just got, was just revolutionary. I mean, it was just something I didn't even know existed and I didn't even know how broken I was. And, um, until God started exposing all these things and then that, and then, and then you see that fruit and then, and then that, is what you're going after and then you're you're operating from an area of like okay god what am i getting prepared for next like what are you going to prepare for next you know and then um and then you sort of operate that in your kids and you're actually able to speak into your kids lives because you're going to the designer and the creator and god to get your answers and for him to build you up and prepare you and and these are things that you talk about it but dude i'm talking this is real time mm-hmm. uh you know, on the field of battle, being engaged and getting um, and getting victories from um, in, in my life every day, and it was uh, and there's still a lot of areas, man. Like it's it's funny because like here I was talking about my wife the other day. I was just like, hey, look, God gave me this gift, and I'm able to like it doesn't matter. I could be in an arena, I could be the waves could be massive. I'm able to hyper focus on something. And that's when I've been able to achieve some of the things I've been able to achieve. But honey, like I'm absolutely like not equipped. Like when it's like the house is empty and I got like a hundred texts and emails and all these things I'm trying to like, I, it takes me a long time to process that because mm-hmm. I'm not in that. And, and I go, this is where God's fathering me along. And, 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 and if you can just, just be patient with me in these areas, because I haven't been prepared for that. 16 years on the professional tour, C.J. Hopgood's with us. C.J., uh, as you look at the where surfing's come from when you were starting and, and, and where it has come today, obviously it's amazing, the growth of the WSL tour. Um, where is the sport of surfing when you look at guys like Gabriel Medina and John John Florence and just the, the, the incredible acrobatics and talent that's out there today? Uh, wh- what do you see and where do you see surfing going? Um, yeah, that's a great question. You know, um, you know, I've always, and people have told me and I've, and, and I felt this to be true that, that, that there isn't the, the act of surfing and the act of just getting in the ocean and, um, being, uh, feeling that freedom and being baptized. And obviously it touches a deeper spot. So I've always come to the, to a, a realization that surfing will always take care of itself. No matter what level, no matter how high the economy is, no matter how low the economy is, or if people like it or don't like it, it, it there's a there's enough of it there that touches a deeper part that it will always take care of itself. And then, um, and then now we're at a time where it's you know it's, it's about to be in the Olympics for the first time, and in Japan in 2020. Um, and there's, a, I mean, I'm, I imagine there's a lot of things that come along with, with that. And, um, 
the amount of accountability that the surfers are on tour that have to deal with from an early age just because of uh, cell phones and social media and all that stuff. And, and every sport uh, athlete figure is, is, um, is not immune to that uh, in this day and age. And um, so, yeah, I don't, I mean, it's growing. It's, uh, it's, you know, I, um, I don't know what's going to happen. Like, I don't, I don't know if it's just like this crazy success. I mean, essentially, um, from a business standpoint, the, uh, you know, the WSL is, you know, really trying to find that sweet spot of how is, how do we make a very profitable tour? Mm. You know, um, the UFC sort of went through that and really got their feet under them. And I think, you're looking at surfing, you know, at a pretty early point where um, sort of the UFC was at. Um, uh, we're not profitable. You know, we're not fully, fully profitable to the sense where... Um, so, yeah, I think... And I only say that. I don't say that in a bad way. I say that in a way where it's, um, uh, there's a lot, of, um, a lot of fun stuff ahead that questions need to be answered, but a huge amount of opportunity for surfing. Uh, you know, we talk a lot about platform uh, in, in terms of a Christian athlete, in terms of how we use the gifts that God's given us to impact others. And, and in our case, it's, you know, impacting the next generation. So, CJ, what would you say to a young man who uh, loves to surf or loves any kind of athletics and has goals to do something big like you did? What what, what would you tell him? That's a great question, you know, because depending on uh, the first thing I think about would be depending on where he's at in life, you know, and if he's a young man and, and he's in late teens, early 20s, it's just uh, um, go out, bro. Go, go, go slay the dragon. Go be a cowboy. Go be that warrior and um, that, that, that you want to be and and, uh, and live from that area because that, you know, at this point in time, cause that's sort of that's, that's how God made you. And that's how um, that will produce the most. Um, and uh, and ask God for the answers in those areas, you know, on um, how hard He wants you to go and what, what what in the direction He wants to point you in, you know. And then um, and as you get older, those things change because you know your heart changes and your and your um, and the things that you're passionate about and stuff changes. So it's just sort of just uh, I try to try to point them in the, 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 the area in life that they're living in right now. You know, you don't want to stay in the present someone's kingdom. Yeah. You don't want to make someone's kingdom too big too soon. You know, I'm not looking at a 19 year old kid going, dude, you got to take care of your mom. You got to take care of your dad. You got to take care of this. It's just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Time out. That's, that's not where that's, that's not what he's doing right now. So, um, that would be the advice as far as, far as uh, depending on what age he was at and just sort of coming along where he's at, you know, and showing him, you know, some areas, how, how God made him in that, in that moment. CJ, appreciate you coming on uh, Sold Out. Okay, thank you for giving me the, the platform and the opportunity. Much, much appreciated. When we come back, more on Sold Out Sports Talk on American Family Radio.
This is Sold Out Sports Talk with your host, Roman Gabriel III. In this segment, Roman talks with Bruce Matthews, Pro Football Hall of Famer from the NFL Oilers. Visit SoldOutTV.com and consider donating to the Sold Out Youth Foundation. And follow Roman on his Facebook and Twitter fan pages at Roman Gabriel 3. Now, once again, here's Roman Gabriel III. Welcome to Sold Out Sports Talk on American Family Radio. Well, we're with a guy that everybody knows in my generation as one of the great offensive linemen of all time. Bruce Matthews with us. Bruce, how are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on the show, Roman. I'm associated with, with Clay now with the Packers. I'll tell you how. I went to Gore Hills High School in Southern Did California. You really? So wow. alumni, alumni. So you tell your son when you see him, there's another Charger out yeah, there. Yeah, the Chargers. Yeah, My brother man. coached there. Yeah. I uh, I hadn't been back in about 25 years, and I went back uh, for a playoff game this year. And uh, you know how it is when you go out there. You, I walked on the field when nobody's out there, and I'm thinking, man, and I start getting emotional. You know, uh-huh. just, just thinking about all the memories and just all the friends. And so we're all about, you know, faith, family, and sports. So. It was a natural, natural connection for us to be able to highlight, you know, on television, on radio, to let people know that there's much more to these athletes and here at the Super Bowl with football players than just what they do on the field. And you just mentioned that uh, when you talk about legacy of a family, um, obviously it isn't just about football. It's about what football teaches. And one of the things about being a Christian that's so cool and a football player is, is those two things go together really well in terms of the things that you learn, you know, things like teamwork, things like selflessness, things like loving, loving your teammate, putting it all out there, you know, learn how to win and lose. I mean, the Bible talks about all those things. They call it life skills in schools. We call it biblical principles, right? Right. Absolutely. Um, probably the best lesson I've learned from football, which transcends the life is you face those guys that kick your rear end and you got to decide how you're going to respond to it. And either you continue doing the same stuff and continue to get beat or just like in life, when the Lord brings those trials and temptations into our life, are we going to grow? Are we going to improve in those areas that God's trying to improve us? Bruce Matthews with us on Sold Out Sports Talk on American Family Radio, one of the great offensive linemen of all time in the NFL. And um, Coach Coach Tony Dungy, obviously, all of us love him. Um, All Pro Dad's a wonderful, wonderful uh, organization. You've been a part of it. Tell me about All Pro Dad and about why you're involved. Well, first off, Coach Dungy has just set the standard for uh, men and fathers specifically to be the, the difference maker that the Lord has called us to be in our families, that to emphasize to people and men that we have to be accountable for our families. It's something we've been blessed with, um, to be the spiritual leaders of our family. And I've just been so encouraged by Coach Dungy and the All Pro Dad Ministry. Um, you know, and especially as I've gotten on this side of my career mm-hmm. and the benefit of perspective and seeing Man, the Lord didn't bless me to just push 300-pounders sure. around to, to get stuff in this life, but not only to, to make Christ known to me, but to make Christ known to others. And uh, that's something that this ministry has really impacted me with, and I'm excited for what the Lord has in store for me moving forward, without a doubt. Well, we got a book. I love it. Bruce Matthews, Inside the NFL's First Family. That is the story that everybody wants to know. Um, you know, 
it's incredible, you know, what you guys have accomplished, I mean, as a family in terms of just having that many. And, and you know, what was cool was I saw um, Jackie Slater's son, Matthew Slater, who is just incredible. Yes. Uh, incredible young man. Uh, and then, you know, the generational thing for your generation to the, and there all these guys, your young guys playing in the NFL now, um, what is it? What is the advantage? Because I know both the advantages and disadvantages of having a famous father. But what? Is, first of all, what are the advantages of having a father? You think that played in the NFL and how that's helped the guys? I, I think what's helped them is uh, Jake isn't blindsided by anything that comes his way in terms of the NFL or what notoriety comes about it or um, just he's been around it his whole life as as you were as well. Um, definitely. The negatives, I think if, if you approach it in the wrong fashion where you see it more about you and look at what I did, um, you can really get engulfed by it. And I know there were periods in my career when the Lord kind of had to knock me down a couple pegs to remind me of that fact. Um, I think doing football the Lord's way and playing as a Christian is the most awesome way to go about football because you can go out there and cut loose and you can play hard to the the echo of the whistle if you will and get after people knowing you're doing it for the Lord rather than for men and then you walk away after the game and uh, there's definitely a peace and a contentment that comes in doing it that way. You get to realize that when those priorities are God, uh, you know, family and your job, things tend to be going really well. Yes. But when one of those other things sneaks up to number one, as you said, um, chaos. Right. And even in the title of the book, I, they list it as football, faith, and family. And, and probably had I, um, early in my career, it probably was that way. And I know that that isn't the case now. It, it's faith, family, and football, a far distant third. Um, again, it's something, like Coach Sanji said, it's something we do, but it's not who we are. And it's just, it's amazing how God has taken that perspective. And I look at it really as uh, a perspective, kind of just understanding that we were not created for this world, that we have a reward that awaits us in heaven. There'll be no more death or mourning or crying or pain. And that just excites the heck out of me. Yeah, especially when you got a bad knee, shoulder, elbow like my <laughs> yes. father. Yes. You know, it's just this life's going to be painful. Well. Those, uh, I remember being a Rams fan. Um, he did take a few hits, and he was he was known for standing in there to a fault. These poor quarterbacks today, they just have no idea how well they have it. Yes, absolutely. There was nothing <laughs> off limits for quarterbacks back then. Right. No, nobody no felt sorry. No, no illegal hits. Three steps to the quarterback, out of bounds a little bit. We'll, we'll give them the benefit of the doubt exactly. on that one. Go for the head, you know. Plus with your favorite. pop being such a big guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Inside the NFL's First Family is Bruce Matthews' book. You can get anywhere books are sold, uh, Amazon, other other places. How about anywhere they want to find books they can find inside the NFL's First Family. Now, do me a favor. These are all them right here. Point them out right. who they are and who they played for. This is my dad, Clay Sr., who played in the early 50s with the 49ers. My older brother, Clay, played 19 years in the league with the uh, Browns and the Falcons. Clay the third, or the turd as we call him. Uh, he's the, everyone knows who he is. Yeah, you, see him, you see him more on TV for his commercials. Uh, yeah, he's good. Than his, he's uh, real good. Yeah. 
Um, Casey played, uh, he's played five years. He was out this past year, but he played with the Eagles. Kevin uh, is my son who played for the uh, Titans in Carolina. And actually one of the coolest things about Kevin was I was able to be his coach with the Titans oh, for wow. three years. That is awesome. Which was awesome. Jake, who's teeing it up Sunday at left tackle for the, the Falcons. And Mikey's, uh, he was with the Browns this year. Unfortunately, got released yeah. in training camp, but he's looking for another opportunity next he? year. He just turned 23. Oh, he's got time. He's got to get back in there, right? Right. And then, actually, I forgot about uh, my nep- other nephew, Troy Nicholas. He's not officially <laughs> a Matthews, but he is a tight end for the uh, Arizona Cardinals. I just want to say this. This, this, is a, this is absolutely incredible. You need to get this book because you want, you want to talk about I don't even know how to explain it, how, how you can have that many football players, pro football players from a family, but obviously these guys have done it right. Go to Inside the NFL's First Family with Bruce Matthews. Bruce, uh, it's been absolutely a pleasure to have you on. Well, thank you for having me on. Well, and uh, let's stay in touch, my friend. Absolutely. Sounds Bruce great. Matthews' book is Inside the NFL's First Family, sold out sports talk on American Family Radio. You've been listening to Sold Out Sports Talk with Roman Gabriel III. Our podcasts are available at AFR.net. You can follow Roman on his official website, soldouttv.com, and on Facebook at Roman Gabriel III. We'll catch you next time on Sold Out Sports Talk, your source for faith, family, and sports.